196 of the Finger Guns Podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing today? Here's a big hug if you need it. Ah, oh, God, that felt good. Joining me this week, uh, we might have to rush through this, is Kat. Hello. Hello, how are you? Hello, thank you for doing me first again. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'll always do you first. Wait, what? How are you? How are you? Good, thanks, dude. I'm good. <laughs> good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Miles! Hello there. Hello there. How are you, bud? I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very good. Good. Soby Anderson's here. What up? He's back again. How are you, mate? I'm all right, thank you very much. Long time. Long time no see. Yeah, thank you very much indeed for jumping on. It's a pleasure. No worries. Is this your first time in 2023? Um, possibly. That's wild. It's possible. Isn't it's it? around that amount of time. Win the quiz and then he'll three, leave. Three months, that's what we'll like that. do. Man, that's crazy times. Josh Thompson. I'm also here. Hello. Hello, bud. Hello, how on earth are you? Yeah, tired, but I'm stunning. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you are. Hell yeah. you are. Because I'm going to hear it about four more times. Nah, nobody cares. That's all right, man. Don't worry about a thing. Uh, your dog is here. Hello. Hello, Chuck. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm slightly tipsy this time. Uh, nice. I've got a couple of friends from the Netherlands currently over in the UK. So we went for a meal together. And I may have drank a little bit. So I'm a, I'm a bit proper lightweight nowadays. So like any more than a bottle of cider gets to me. Well, yeah, it's yeah. been a good day. Good day. It's good to be here as well. I can't wait till you start ranting later about console gamers. Like, fuck all you console gamers. <laughs> How do you pay those prices? <laughs> master yeah. race. Exactly. PC yeah. master race. <laughs> and finally, yes, I mean, finally, the FFG himself, Mr. Sean Davies. Hello, you sexy bastard. Oh, oh, that was really nice in your accent. That felt really nice. Yeah, I put on a bit of extra gruff for you as well. Yeah, you did as well. I was, I was exhaling a vape at the time. So it was just like proper, hello, you sexy oh, bastard. Oh, felt, yes. a, felt a little broke back. I like that, to be honest. <laughs> Let's hug it up, bro. Um, yeah, man. How are you? <laughs> so much for asking. <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is as it sounded. Well, yeah, uh, he tried. You know, it's all right. It's all right. At least someone asked. That's the important thing. Um, all right, then we're gonna try and power through this because there's seven of us. This has never happened before. I think this is a world record, and I absolutely love it. As we get closer to episode 200 and the infamous hashtag get pulled back on the pod, we're gonna make it happen somehow. So we're gonna go with game of the week. Cat, your game of the week. My game of the week is ridiculous. It's called um, Holy Potatoes, What the Hell? Nice. <laughs> it's like a series of games where like everything is potato themed. But this in, in this particular game, it's a cooking management where all these potatoes have gone to hell and then you need to sort out the rogue and hellish potatoes to cook potatoes to cook potato themed um, dishes. It is ridiculous. It was like $3.99 or $2.99 on the store. I thought I'd give it a bash. And here I am. I've also bought um, Holy Potatoes, something about a gun. And it's where you do a gun shop instead. And it's like a weapons shop. Um, yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. It's a little bit crazy. It's a little bit, you know, it's just weird. 
weird, wacky and wonderful cooking management sim, all about potatoes. And the thing is, if you've read any of my bios, it normally says something about roast potatoes in there. So it's just the perfect game for me. Has it got a platinum? Uh, yes, it does. It does. Uh... But the, the platinum is lengthy. Sean has a question about the potato game. Hit it. I... I... I saw something on the the Steam uh, the PlayStation Store. I think it was. Is there like a yeah. Holy Potatoes like Hollywood Adventure or something as well? You think there is? I think there's like loads. I think there's like four of them, and they're all like two ninety nine, and they're all like different types of games. Um, yeah, it looks wild. I can't wait to jump into the others because it's actually a pretty decent. Like it's just one of those games that you can like put your brain in a jar felt like four and just like play it. And this this one you've got to go through like the seven layers of hell, and each like layer you get more like potato cooking items, and you have to feed the gods. So I've got Loki, and I've got some other dude to feed at the moment as well, um, because they've gone to hell. Um, and there's yeah, there's it's it's wild. Now review coming, cat. A pun filled um, potato review. <laughs> um, maybe, 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 maybe there will be. Who knows? I've all, I've already got a pun filled food review coming soon which i can't talk about so maybe it depends if that that ends up being you know fun all out of your system in the legit one (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i might be punned out by then but who knows maybe maybe in the future holy potatoes holy potatoes potatoes. (laughs) um who was next miles thompson your game of the week Hello again. Hello. Um, mine is Warsaw. It's a little indie game. And I think, Josh, you actually pointed this out to me when it was on the store on like a deal or something. Um, it's set in World War II and you play as like a Polish resistance uh, uprising thing. And it's sort of roguelike. We have to like last as many days as you possibly can before you kind of get overwhelmed. Um, like there's permadeath and stuff. So if your characters kind of fall in combat, then they're gone forever. So you, you have a, all that kind of connection to them. It's just really well handled. The story elements and random events are really good. Um, it is like a turn-based uh, kind of combat thing. Um, so it's probably not up everyone's street, but I really enjoyed it. I just kind of picked it up on a whim. And yeah, I just wanted to give it a shout out. I don't know when it came out or how long it's been around for, but um, it's a really nice little game. So I just wanted to throw it out and it's my game of the week. Shout out Wassel. Shout out Wassel. Uh, Josh, your game of the week? My game of the week would be Dredge. Um, nice. It is a single-player fishing adventure uh, with a sinister undercurrent is kind of the description of it. Um, it's a very like Lovecraftian tale where you manage your ship with like Tetramino-like spaces uh, with fishes and equipment and stuff like that and just try and survive the night as well. Um, I gave it a really glowing review on our website. Um and it is out this Friday. Yes. Yes. I think it's this Friday or Thursday for most people. Cause I think, cause they're a New Zealand based studio. They're a bit like they've time traveled. So there's Friday, but ours is Thursday, 30th of March. Um, I highly recommend to pick it up because it is a great game. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. Looks really awesome. Looks really awesome. It's probably better than all the other Lovecraft and stuff that's come out recently. The Sinking City, I'm looking at you. Uh, Toby, what's your game of the week? <laughs> I've been not, not been on for three months, so can I get, can I give you a list of all my games of the week since then? Uh, no, just the last 10 days. Thank you very much. <laughs> just the last seven days? Oh, crap. Yep. Uh, no, I, I, I do have one. Um, so I've been playing a 2007 remaster with enhancements called Grim Grimoire Once More from Vanillaware. If you remember about 
well, it was a year and a half ago or so, I was playing 13 Sentinels and gave that a glowing review. It's the same company with their beautiful little artwork and 2D artwork that they do. So they've released this old game and it's remastered. It's got like fast forwards and all the stuff that you might expect from old RPGs that get, you know, the re-enhancement um, treatment. It's like a 2D vertical RTS um, and you play with little sort of fairy folk and things and try and um, deal with a tower that's getting invaded by other demons and such. And it's got a nice little story um, about uh, a young witch in training who has to uncover um, a sort of sinister um, evil in the in the school that she's um, you know learning her magic in. And at the same time, she keeps having to repeat the same five days over and over again. Um, in order to work out, you know, what can she do within those five days? What can she learn in order to stop a catastrophe at the end of those five days? Um, so, yeah, my review is coming on the 7th of April. I think it's released in Europe on the 7th and in the US on the 4th of April. So if you're in the US, it's a little bit ahead. Um, but I mean, without saying too much about it, it is fun. It's a good game. It does obviously have its age on its sleeve to a certain extent. But um, yeah, check out my review for all my thoughts. Shall do, shall do. That's a PS2 game, isn't it? From back in the day. Originally, it was on PS2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember the artwork. Really jumped out in uh, the posters cute. and stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, all their artwork is very cute. Uh, your dog, your game of the week. Uh, Diablo Four. I've oh, I've playing. heard of that. Yeah, it's this small little indie game. Mm. Um, where you crawl through dungeons and gain loot and use abilities and stuff. I'm very good at explaining this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> I've been really enjoying it because it's my first Diablo game. It's the first time I've properly played this genre of game, and it's it's been good fun. Um, I'm playing a barbarian and just hitting things with a big two-handed hammer as much as possible and trying to steal as much gold as I can as well because I need to pay for bigger hammers. Um, <laughs> other than that, all I've been playing really is Escape from Tarkov, uh and going to meals and getting a lot of food basically it's been quite a busy busy last few days how is Diablo running on pc i've got a bit of an older pc uh so i'm running i have a core i9 but i only have a 1080 i graphics card which is still decent but it's showing its age and i have been having performance problems um i've had it crash a desktop at least twice in the game right yes in okay, game good. so this is actually loading into the game <laughs> world and crashing and then when i've tried to load back in it's taken 10 15 minutes at a time so there have been oh. some pretty big performance issues but i don't know how much of that is just because it's older pc but the, when you actually do get past that and like get a good chunk of gameplay it is worth it and there'll always be performance issues as you get older yeah. Well, next yes. time I can't perform, I'm going to use that one. I'm having performance <laughs> issues. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Uh, and finally, Mr. Sean Davies, your game of the week. Uh, so, apart from spending a lot of time in PSVR 2, I've been playing The Forest Cathedral, which is out on Xbox and PC right now. It's a part walking simulator, part platformer, part visual novel. And it's a kind of abridged dramatization of the works of Rachel Carson, who was an American biologist who wrote the book Silent Spring. And Silent Spring eventually kind of led to the, the ban on the use of DDT pesticides in the US. And it, it's, it's 
a really great game. Uh, we've got a review coming very, very soon. But I just kind of want to throw this out there because I, I can, just people need to play this game. It's it's an important topic um, that I think is is a really powerful kind of real world event that's been dramatized within this game. It's a, like obviously the, the Silent Spring book took four years to write and research, but this essentially puts you on an island where you have to monitor wildlife where you um are like the, on, on an island that's been sprayed by ddt and things start to happen and rachel goes a bit cuckoo because she's there on her own and yeah it's it's a it's a cool game really really cool aesthetic this kind of blends um retro platformers on like little crt monitors with like beautiful environments to walk around it's a very cool game nice it's connected to the forest that Paul's been playing relentlessly. Is that or is it completely no, different? No, completely different. Um, okay. this one's uh, much more thought provoking than the forest. Although okay. I, I think that's that's kind of like the max thought provoking for thought provoking. No, that's thought provoking. Yeah, let's take it. Let's do it. Let's roll with it. <laughs> I'm having performance issues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a really cool game. What about yours? Have you got a game of the week? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been playing um, Diablo. Me and Miles uh, played, and Miles held my hand through the prologue because I've never played Diablo before. And, it was um, quite amusing when you got the whirlwind ability at last. Oh my god! <laughs> I was a, I was also a barbarian, and I was just smacking people in the head. It was great. Loved it. Um, the whole time I was walking around thinking, "Man, I cannot spend another hundred pounds on a video game in the next two months." Um, but uh, Miles was very kind and reminded me that Diablo is not out until June. But as a result. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, there's there's a lot there's a lot to enjoy. I think playing with people is is going to be where the fun is, mainly. Um, so hopefully we can uh, we can all gang together and um, and have a massive sort of Diablo Four campaign. And uh, yeah, it was great. But mainly I've been playing um, Chia, uh, which is that lovely indie game that came free on PS Plus um, this this week. Um, I'm not completely in love with it yet. I think there it's. Not a perfect game by any means. Um, I think the navigation is a pain in the ass. Um, Tachira herself is kind of annoying. Um, but it's just a lovely game so far. Um, it's got lots of Stardew elements. It's very Animal Crossing. It's got a lot of um, exploration and things like that. It's it's just, uh, yeah, it's nice. I love my uh, ukulele. but able to bash out a ukulele every now and then. And that's always good fun. So, yeah, it's nice. I'm surprised it actually went free because I think that there's I think it's got a bit more substance to it than than it being a free game, but um, it's it's great and it's well worth a uh, look if you want something completely chill, very relaxed, something that's completely different from everything else that's out there right now. Um, say if I'm playing Resi, because I'm playing Resi Four as well, and that's stressful, and so it's nice to jump into to uh, to Shia and just kind of settle down a little and uh, explore the islands, play the ukulele, and you know turn into dolphins. You know that's always fun. So yeah, the is really nice and. Uh, well, it's well worth the, the zero money that I paid for it. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. Right then, um, let's get into the quiz. Oh, my God. Miles, are you ready? You're, you, you're quite the squad ready for uh, this. Yeah, this is going to be uh, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> oh, God. Do we all remember the rules? Uh, yes, we hands only. Right? Hands only. Hands no emojis. Only. No uh, squawking, um, because Miles is much less fun of a host than me, Toby. Just let you know. I mean, to- Toby can squawk if he wants to, but <laughs> no, 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 you suddenly. <laughs> I um, think I might have missed when you first did these new rules. So I need to put my hand up. Okay, fine. Yeah, because it was a bit easier. Physical to hand, because we won't see that. 
yeah, true. Yeah. Press put your hand there. Click, click, raise hand in the reaction. Don't actually put your hand up because there we go. That's ready for everything. <laughs> also, and, uh, I'll also need a fact checker. We need a fact checker to confirm that Miles's questions are actually legit. Yeah, thanks. The fact checker normally is just Sean's brain. <laughs> yeah, it's just Sean, really, to be honest. <laughs> Grand. There are 10 questions, and there's one with a bonus point available within it, too. So there's a mix of some older ones and some new ones. So this should be all right, I think. Are we ready? Yes. Perfect. Question it's one. Like the yog dog in his super speedy hands. <laughs> Josh has already okay. got his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> um, bring me a bucket, and I'll show you a bucket, is a quote from which FPS game? Toby. Call of Duty. No. Josh. Spec Ops the line. <laughs> no. Why you laugh? That's an FPS. That's a legitimate it's, answer. It's a third person shooter. Oh. Yeah, that is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I also don't really think it would fit the, fit the themes of that game. Uh, Cat. Is it something wanky like Borderlands 2? Oh my god, it is. Borderlands 2 it, it is exactly Borderlands 2 I knew it game sucks game I saw Sean with his hand up waiting how would you how would what other game is going to say bring me a bucket and I'll show you a bucket I was like it's going to be Borderlands I knew he said Borderlands and I was like nah 2 is huge it's got to be 2 Sean's rager he had his hand up and he was properly ready to own us all with the well, knowledge of that and one and you know what yeah, I was going to say I, d- I didn't like I I didn't hear it because I was changing my lad's t-shirt and he just come down and said like oh my my t-shirt is wet so I was like changing his t-shirt then reaching for the fucking raise hand button god damn it <laughs> well done, cat. stupid robot say it no it's a psycho is it one of the psychos is like bring me a bucket oh fair. there you go yep good times. Uh, question number two. John Marston is a beloved character from Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. Oh, Ross, Ross, you put your hand up already. <laughs> and now you don't know what the question is, do you? Oh, I'll go for an answer. Um, erectile dysfunction? Yes, no. Okay. No. Uh, what's his son's name? Oh, my God. Ross, I'll come back to you. Right. Yog? Josh. It is not Josh. Josh. Yes. <laughs> it is Jack Marston. It is indeed oh, Jack Marston. Oh yeah. I've... Mm. Fuck's sake. I loved I loved your confidence, <laughs> Ross. I loved it. I was going, I was like, Red Dead Redemption. Oh fuck, he's just said Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna do the exact same thing, and then he stopped. I was like, uh oh. I quite enjoy doing this. I'm wording the questions so that you'll get like a bit excited, and I'm seeing if I can like sort of catch people. <laughs> Say them really slowly all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question number three: In which tw- 2017 video game do you play as a character who suffers from from psychosis and schizophrenia? Cat. Oh my god, you you literally say this game all the fucking time. I do. Is it called? Oh, it's one in the hospital. Oh my god, 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 oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. Mm. Tom, come on, Tom. Hurry up, mate. I'm so sorry. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Hesitation, actually like, um, yeah, okay. I'm gonna hesitate. I'm so sorry. But I, I got excited and then I went blank. Okay. I've had performance issues. Okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, Toby, you're next. Hellblade. It is indeed Hellblade. Yes. Well done. Uh, well done. Well played, 
Oh, this will be a fun one. I think most people are going to know this one. Number four. In the city of Yarnum appears in which video game? Toby. <laughs> Bloodborne. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm in the lead. You are indeed. Uh, this, I said this earlier. I said Toby's going to come in. He's going to win the quiz. He's going to fuck off, just like Greg does. Yeah, it was he his and Greg's in, MO, wasn't it? They quiz, just turn up for a week, smash off. the quiz, and then leave. <laughs> Retire undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never be beaten. Um, uh, number five. In God of War Ragnarok, what's the name of the wolf that sadly dies at the beginning? Oh, my God, Toby. Henry. It is. Fair play. That is some knowledge. That's mostly just knowledge of um, Norse mythology. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Norse background. Um, guess the actor. They are Starkiller from The Force Unleashed, Leon Ferris in Callisto Protocol, and Deacon St. John. Oh, Josh. Josh. Sorry, I, I wasn't, I wasn't unmuted. Uh, Sam Whitwell. It is indeed. Well done. Uh, number seven. Ross and Sean, you're going to love this one. How many family members have passed away in what remains of Edith Finch? I will give you the options, or you can just go for it. <laughs> it's too late. Oh, wow. Two people already have their hands up. Toby. Five. It is not five. Josh. Eleven. It is not eleven. Damn it. Sean. Seven. It is not oh, seven. Oh. Cats. <laughs> Nine. It's not nine. Oh, oh God, the pressure. Uh, six. No. no. The funny thing was, I was actually going to read out the uh, the options of answers for you, but no. Uh, it is 16. Oh, such a masterpiece. It's, it's I get prices right rules for that one. Come on. What did you guess, Josh? 11. No. <laughs> is, it, is it 16? I'm oh, coming that. Is, is I mean, in, in, fairness, in fairness, I forgot to ask Yog, so <laughs> that's my fault, to be fair. <laughs> that is my fault. I mean, I've locked it up, so I'm, oh. not, I'm not putting this in as a answer. <laughs> One, but... two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. I keep counting because she's not answering anything. Where are you getting the other ones from? <laughs> so I've got here. I've got an answer of seventeen in the wiki. <laughs> oh, Miles. I had it on the official oh, site. Oh, <laughs> I said five because it was oh, just how many had died in a particular period of time. No, it was Not like on the, the wiki. The it says itself. seventeen. Um, that age seventeen at the time of death. But um, you've got Sand. You've got the father, the mother, the older brother, the other older brother, an unnamed husband, an unnamed sister-in-law, the son, the nephew, the maternal grandfather, the maternal grandfather again, um, maternal uncle, maternal. Are they? Yeah, maternal uncle, maternal great grandfather, maternal great grandmother. There's loads. In fairness, one of the kids doesn't actually die. They become the un the king and the unfinished one. So. <laughs> Okay, I don't know. Whatever. No one got it anyway. It's fine. Um, I'm going to stop <laughs> doing those questions now. It's just not worth it. <laughs> um, question number eight. Which Capcom character is best known for their red leather jacket, white hair, and cocky persona? Toby. Actually, I don't know now that you've said that whole thing. I think Dante. Oh. Yes, it is Dante. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck knows now. Okay. <laughs> um, this should be a good one. 
Question number nine. Finish the Resident Evil quote. Where's everyone going? Ross. Bingo. Bingo. Yay. <laughs> I only played that an hour ago. Love it. Nice one. Uh, question number 10. In Horizon Forbidden West, the machine based on a mammoth is called a what? Cat. A tremor task. It is indeed a tremor task. Well done. Tremor task. Right, we have our final results. That was chaotic as usual. Uh, Ross, you had one point. Well done. God damn it. Sean and Yog, unfortunately, you both had... Oh, no, wait. Sean, you got the Borderlands 2 one. I didn't put your point in. No, no, no we did not. Cat, How cat very dare you, Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Um, Sean and Yog, you both have zero points, I'm afraid. Cat uh, and Josh, you are tied on two points. And well ahead into the lead is Toby on four points. Oh, yeah. Well, well done, right now. You're keeping to your usual MO. Turning up for the quiz, smashing it. <laughs> I haven't ever smashed it before, I don't think. <laughs> this will be the first win in ages, like half a year, probably. That's the last time you give the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might have been. It's a rare appearance, but you always win on it. Thank you very much. Amazing stuff. Well done, Toby. Great quiz, Miles. Thank you, Miles. Thank you, mate. I'm going to keep away from any number-related answers. Yeah, leave the number ones, man. Oof. It's just not worth it, like. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Everyone's one up or one down of the next bit. <laughs> it was a good quiz, Miles. Well done. Lots Thank of like, variety of question there. Loved it. Right, then let's get into some news. And there's a mixture of stuff this week um, that we can uh, get into. Primarily, there's a brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game coming out um, called The Last Ronin. Um, I'm going to read from VGC with the almighty Chris Scullion. A new game based on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is in development, but this one promises to be darker and more mature. The game will be based on The Last Ronin, a five-issue comic miniseries released in 2020, which is set in the future and sees three of the turtles already dead. In an interview with Polygon, Paramount's Global Senior Vice President for Games, Doug Rosen, said the game would be a third-person action RPG and cited the record God of War games as a good comparison. Given the nature of the story, the game will be mainly a single-player adventure, as opposed to the multiplayer-friendly nature of the other TMNT games. The Last Ronin was written by the original creators, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, and set in New York in a dark future. The city is ruled by the Shredder's grandson, and only one of the four turtles remains. His brother's already dead. I'm not going to tell you which one, because that would ruin it. But, does this sound appealing or exciting to any of you guys? Yes. It reminds me of like a <laughs> Disney thing where like they kill all the like the princesses. It's like that's pretty shocking to kill the turtles. Like who who's he gonna yeah. share pizza with? Well, this is the thing. Yeah, you know? savage. They're corpses. They're they're bones. <laughs> they're the dead shells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe... They're scarves. Wow. Just sleeping <laughs> in one of their shells. Just don't know about this game. What an appealing video game this is gonna be. <laughs> I've just got visions of, of like a turtle pushing a piece of pizza into a like a giant turtle oh skull. God. And the little there you go. Little heads. Little heads. Come on, Donatello. Eat up, it's your favorite. <laughs> it's pepperoni. Like, wiping his tears with the red scarf. Maybe it's just <laughs> using the turtle shell as a mug. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh my days. <laughs> mm. Like how we're all like, that's too far. We saw the line. Damn, you're going to see the line, <laughs> That's you know, sports direct mug. Fuck yeah, I've got a turtle mug. It's much bigger. 
So yeah, I mean, this is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles apparently uh, inspired by the recent God of War games. Um, what does that? What does that? How does that make you feel, John? What do you reckon? Um, I, I think it's going to be. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I think any, any everybody kind of wants to replicate God of War right now because because obviously it's sold like hotcakes and it's kind of reinvigorated a franchise. But mm. I can see where they might be going with the whole, you know grim dark version of turtles because you know kratos is a grim dark character um i just wish they wouldn't have, have announced this the way they did like a, a post in by an interview how yeah. awesome would this have been to be like a surprise trailer or to show or something you know and 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 now everyone's gone and done the homework so they already know you know which turtle it is and why and you know but yeah you know, i I just, I just, what a weird way to announce a game. Yeah, what a weird sort of a press release, and there's no trailer or anything, no screenshots. Just uh... made so little of it. It's four years away. <laughs> what was the point of telling anyone? Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting is that while there's only one turtle, the one turtle can use all four of the weapons. So yeah. you've got Leonardo's katana swords, Donatello's staff, Raphael's um, Sai, and Michelangelo's nunchucks. So it's it's going to be. You know, but like you're playing as all four of them anyway. They absorb his brothers like like a weird Siamese twin, <laughs> and absorb all their abilities. I don't know. Even drink it out of their shells. Yeah, yeah. They drank their blood and learned how to use nunchucks. It's going to be interesting considering that there's a new mo- there's a new movie coming out, isn't there? And it's it's not dark at all. It looks very colourful and fun. Looks awesome. In a very kind of Spider Verse kind of way. Um, so this is going to be an interesting take on um, on that. I might have to track down these comics because it sounds like a really interesting story. Maybe the game's going to be years away yet. Do you think this um, is a little bit of a Deadpool situation where they've got like a proof of concept um, that was like about and then that's about it to their development and they've just been like so yeah, so this is happening awaiting everybody to like be frothing at the mouth for it and then be like, yeah, see, look, we've got people that want this game. Give us funding. Let's start making it now. That's one of those ones that's a bit like that with the rights. You know, they've got to make a movie in order to retain the rights. Mm. Make a game in order to retain the TMT rights. TMNT rights, sorry. Can can you remember uh, Gotham by Gaslight? Yeah. Yeah. So they tried that with that and that, that didn't work out for them. It went the opposite way. And it wasn't like Deadpool. They went, you know what? Everyone's really excited. I mean, Gotham by Gaslight was like cancelled because of the rumours. So mm. I, don't, I don't know if that, that would have worked in their favour. But I mean, for the, for the guy to be so high up within the company to announce this, it's got to be at least greenlit or, you know, to be in production somewhere. We don't even know what studio is making it, do we? So nope. That's what least... I mean. It's so lacking in detail. Like, how early are we? In this site, in this development cycle, and then how other the other side of that is how long is it going to be, and will people still care? Yeah, it's going to be one of those so. ones that gets drip drip fed every award show, isn't it? It's like, oh, there's a new trailer for the last Rodin tonight. Unless this is a drop the ball moment for an E3 announcement, and they're going to come in hot with a full trailer. But that'd be, that'd be neat. it's only up from here for me. I don't care now, but I will when there's something to look at. Yeah, it's only it's an up and up, up and up and up. All right, cool. 
rather, let's move on to um, something a little bit lighter. Lego 2K Drive. This is something that's been um, rumoured and um, going for a while. Uh, Lego 2K Drive is officially a AAA driving adventure releasing in May. So not very long to go at all. I'm, of course, reading once again from VGC. But Mr. Andy Robinson writes up and says, Lego and 2K Games have officially announced their new driving game, Lego 2K Drive, which will release on May 19th. The title is coming to PS4 and 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam and the Epic Game Store. Described as an open-world game with single or multiplayer that lets players build any vehicle they like. As first revealed by VGC last year, the game is developed by WWE 2K and NBA 2K Studio Visual Concepts as part of the new line of LEGO sports games 2K has in the works. According to 2K's announcements, LEGO 2K Drive will feature a wide open world with different biomes, races, minigame challenges, and collectibles. Players can build a vehicle with over 1,000 unique LEGO pieces or choose a ready-made one from LEGO City Creator Speed, Champions, and more. Finally, 2K Drive will feature competitive multiplayer and a co-op experience. Two-player split-screen will be available alongside online multiplayer. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a uh, departure for the LEGO games. Obviously, nothing to do with TT Games or Warner Brothers, um, but rather 2K. Um, we're going to have to go to um, the master of our LEGO games here at Freaking Guns. Um, Sean, what do you make of this? I'm quite excited. I think it's a big departure for the LEGO series, but, I mean, I'm always up for more LEGO games. Um, I'm, I'm slightly concerned around TT Games right now. Because it sounds like quite a lot of the games that we that we'd both been told were in development have been cancelled, which yeah. is which is no good. Um, but I mean, it seems like Lego have kind of divested themselves from Warner Brothers, maybe because of all the troubles that Warner Brothers have been having. Um, so you know, you're looking at the Lego Brick Tales, which came out, and the um, the Builder's Story that came out, or Builder's Journey, Builder's Journey. Like they they haven't been with Warner Brothers or TT aside from the Star Wars game for the last six years or so. Mm. So I'm I'm excited about more Lego games, but I am concerned that actually the the Lego games that we might have known in the past might be just gone, which you know would be a shame. But you know we'll have to see how TK shapes up. It looks phenomenal, and a lot of the previews have been really glowing about it. So I'm excited. But I'm also apprehensive for the future because I really like TT uh, games. They do really great Lego games. So mm. um, I'm just hoping this doesn't spell the end for them and that they can pull something out of the hat and produce something really cool. This would appear to be the first in a series of new sports games coming from TK and Lego. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there any word on what what's coming after this? It's, it's going to be... Football uh, like, and basketball or stuff? I mean... There's no way the Lego FIFA is going to happen, is it? On the TK, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, although referring to it as e-game may, may you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, can you imagine a Lego football game? Like I a mean, Lego soccer that's like, like like you know the Mario Mario Smashes or whatever it was. Sure, I've always figured that Two K would be the obvious people to pick up the FIFA license. Um, yeah. after EA, um. So if they were to combine, say, do like a proper simulation, but then also do a Lego FIFA, I mean, why not? Yeah. You know, you can have like Lego versions of Messi and Ronaldo running around. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah, you could have like Messi with the tiny Hobbit leg, Lego legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter Crouch with two sets of legs. <laughs> yeah. 
I love it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're all in now. Okay, let's do this. Make it happen. Thanks, TK. Okay. Thanks, Evo. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that FIFA license for a couple billion. We'll be fine. Um, anyone else excited for the Lego 2K drive? Don't all rush it once. I think it's a wait and see for me. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if it's going to have the same success as the Hot Wheels, um, mm. because that was mm. that was really really successful. That that became very very popular very quickly, and I wonder if they're trying to more replicate the success of that and thinking, hey, we could do that. Fuck okay. it. Um, yeah, wait and see. This yeah, reminds me of Lego Islands. Lego Islands. Oh, What's that was a good game? Time. Yeah, it's nice. You know, they're branching out. I mean. I don't think we're going to see anything on the scale of the Skywalker Saga for a while from the Lego games. Um, certainly, they keep chopping and changing what they're actually making. Uh, so, yeah, 2K have obviously got history in this area. So, yeah, why not? Let's give it a go and see what happens. And I like this new trend of uh, games being announced and coming out like two months later. I'm down with that. It beats, you know, four or five years. So, Do you think that's a product of the fact that they were so sick of the amount of delays that they had to announce that that was becoming more of the trend because of COVID. Obviously, completely not no fault of their own, but we you know we saw loads of games take a real back seat. So they've kind of flipped the switch and said, Do you know what? Let's not per release date on it. We don't know when this is going to be out. Maybe it's been in development for X amount of time and they chose not to announce it because of COVID. So now they're they're doing the opposite and saying, right, here's our game. Oh, it comes out in eight weeks. Yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 really into that. Well, that's great. I think, I think it might be a result of the kind of game it is as well, because you know a lot of these games come out and they try and get like wish lists and get people to pre-order, but you're not going to try and get the target market for this game to wish list a game because that's not the kind mm-hmm. of person that's going to convert into a, a purchase. Yeah, and so the target market isn't going to be going out and pre-ordering. You know, they may nag their parents for it, but you know they get it out before Christmas, aren't they? Way before Christmas to be that yeah. kind of, you know. I like it. Good strategy. Yeah. They might have another one in development as well. They could release another one before the end of the year. Um, oh, don't tell me that, Ross. You uh, never I know. Lego games. Give me all the Lego games, man. <laughs> I, I don't think it was ATT games, but maybe uh, maybe 2K games are we dropping these like every six months or so. Give me a little bit of Lego Batman. Just to, you know, that's the other uh, one that yeah. I've heard is in development but hasn't been announced. So I take that. For Christmas, thanks, DT. I'd, I'd love to say what I heard was in announcement was in development, but I'm not allowed. Um, I'll tell you off. Oh. I'll tell you off. I was just about to, I was just about to say, give me a Lego WWE, but I don't know if that's me poking at that. No, 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 no. This is um, this is this is TT games, so it's away from the sports ones. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I mean, it's possible. Two K have got the license now for both of these things. Yeah, absolutely. WWE could be possible. Lego 2K25, you know, who knows what could come next. Like an invisible John Cena model. That'd be great. <laughs> it's the only Lego. game that could get away with that. <laughs> um, Ross, you know that like there was like a rumor from from quite a lot of sites around two TT games getting cancelled. Was the one you'd heard of one of those two? Um... This is speaking of medals. Let's do this off right fly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes and no. Okay. I heard of something else in development that I haven't seen reported on. Um, oh, but, okay. Um, I've heard of something that's in development and I'm not telling any of you. 
<laughs> Very good. Thanks, Debbie. Cool, Des. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else got any secrets that they want to tell anyone? No? No, that they don't want to tell anyone. Exactly. I wish I could tell you, but I've got to, you know, we've got to crack on with the podcast. And, I've been NDA'd as well, Ruff, sorry. It's time to play the music, you know, and it's it's time to light the lights. So we've got to crack on with the podcast. Um, right then, let's move on to the UK regulator. Now says Microsoft Activision merger will significantly lessen competition in console gaming. Yes, it's that time of the week again, my friends, where we talk about the Microsoft Activision merger. Ba-ba-ba-ba. The latest news is the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, has said it no longer believes on Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard will significantly reduce competition in the console gaming space. That is a mouthful. The watchdog said on Friday that it has updated its provisional findings after receiving fresh evidence that alleviated some of the concerns about the $69 billion deal. You know, Man United are getting bought for $6 billion. That puts this number into perspective, I think. Anyway. Whilst the CMA originally believed that making Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox could be commercially beneficial for Microsoft, yeah, no shit, it said that new data is received indicates that this strategy would be significantly loss-making under any plausible scenario. In light of this, the CMA has narrowed the scope of its concerns about the deal. Quote, provisional findings are a key aspect of the merger process and are explicitly designed to give the businesses involved and any interested third parties the chance to respond with new evidence before we make a final decision said Martin Coleman, chair of the independent panel conducting this CMA's investigation. Having considered this additional evidence provided, we now have provisionally concluded that the merger will not result in a substantial lessening of competition in console gaming services because the cost of Microsoft of withholding Call of Duty from PlayStation would outweigh any gains from taking such action. Unquote. Now, um, Miles, are we supposed to uh, be shocked by this news? Or are we supposed to go, no way! I can't imagine this anyone is that bothered. Th- th- this has taken months for them to realise something that I'm sure we may have said on the podcast about a year ago. Yeah, it kind of feels like quite obvious, but like also it's kind of a bit. I don't know. I think Sean's probably the person who probably knows more detail about it, but it also just feels a bit short sighted in a way. Like, yes, of course they would make losses only putting it on their console and not selling it on PlayStation. But the idea for Microsoft here isn't really about improving their profits from it. Like, that's not really their gain. Their gain is to just take it away from Sony and to make sure that they have one of the most dominant franchises on their system and on Game Pass. Like, it just makes their ecosystem that much more attractive. And financially, that's not going to look like a big deal, but it will be in a much grander, longer-term scheme of things. But also, it's just like kind of boring because they're like oh and our full report's out in april and i'm like why didn't you just wait to tell us then like why do we keep getting all these little snippets of random bits of information it's like this unnecessary breadcrumb trail of nothingness um and then eventually they're going to come out with their report and be like cool we're fine with it now and then eventually um, i imagine this merge is just going to happen but it just feels very boring it feels very bureaucratic like lorry and yeah just two massive companies deciding to just air a lot of their crap out in public but yeah i i can't say i'm that surprised and i don't think many people particularly will be um i think they've got the finances to make sure that whatever hurdles they come up with this merger i think they'll manage to find a way to overcome them one way or another so yeah it's just one of those situations where it's like can you just tell us at the end instead of just telling us all this (laughs) random nothingness until then (laughs) just wait till first spencer goes 
Hey guys, all the good is done on Game Pass. It's all done. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're coming back to E3. Oh, why is that? Oh, because we've got Activision. Here's all the games. Hi, bye. See you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all we really need at this point. Um, Toes, have you been you've been keeping up with the deliriously exciting Activision merger news? Uh, yeah. I mean, every single time there's a new article, I make sure I'm up to date. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, no, I, I think Miles's <laughs> succinct um, summary there was was brilliant. Um, it's it's like it is like no news all the time. It's just sort of back and forth, back and forth. Which company's going to embarrass the other a little bit more this week, and which one's not? It's it's got very boring actually with all the different. Um, you know, this is going to be the end. They have to announce now, and then it's like, now nah, we actually can push that. We don't need to do this until March, and then, oh, we don't do this till April. You know, it's just a lot. I, I think, I think what I'm what I'm getting, I'm getting sort of a, a good sort of light at the end of the tunnel though. Feeling like this is this is happening, and it's going to be April that they have to announce by the end of April. So we're only like a month away from possibly the end of this torturous um, saga, <laughs> and then announcement city like that's what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for all of the playstation announcements and for me to suddenly be able to play call of duty on game pass because i've been waiting for like six months yeah i mean god when that day finally arrives it'll be so wonderful it'll and i'm waiting for the games. state of play it's gonna be state of play straight afterwards it's gonna be great oh i'm waiting sony are gonna come swinging spider-man 2 trailers finally coming out of september fantastic and the whole like six we don't even know exist and yeah. Um, you know, what's the one with the the um tribal masks that wasn't allowed to be out and me and Kat still waiting for it all the time? You know, all of them will be there. Yeah. God, this is just that fucking uh, game. That fucking game, Toby, that we've been waiting for for years. God, I've forgotten its name, it's been so long. Little Devil Inside. Um Little Devil, Devil, yeah, Devil Inside, it. yeah. Yeah. It'll be Devil there. It'll be out out in a week. Yeah, they'll literally be like, it's dropping tomorrow. And then everyone will be like, so nobody cares now. Yeah, Shadow Drop, like six <laughs> games. Back. Yeah, they'll be like, this is specifically for Cantobi because they banged on. No, no, take it back now. <laughs> we don't want it. Hey, guys, this is Spider Man 2. No one cares. We're so bored of this now. But yeah, it's going to be a very interesting time. They just got to get on with it. Um, the UK regulators were the ones that were going, oh, I'm not sure about this, but it looks like they've found a way through now. So fingers crossed. This may finally come to its inevitable conclusion. Um, but uh, yeah, it's taking a sweet, sweet time. Uh, Josh, any thoughts on this? As the great Fred Durst once said, it's all about the he says, she says bullshit. And that is that. Uh, so yeah. I think one of the weirdest news is, is kind of the Redfall guy. I can't remember where they were in the company in Arcane basically said, Oh, yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft told us to cancel the PlayStation version immediately. Um, so it, it that contradicts what the uh, what everyone's saying about the merger. Um, <clears throat> it does sound like as soon as this deal is going to happen, it's going to be what. PlayStation are supposedly fearing, but we'll we'll wait and see, I guess. Indeed. Well, cool. let's move on. Talking of Sony, um, Sony was Metacritic's highest rated publisher in 2022. The PlayStation make a big Paradise Interactive to take the top spot. Again, from VGC, Metacritic have announced the results of the 30th annual game publisher rankings. Sony Interactive Entertainment topped the list, which was determined based on the quality of publishers' 2022 releases. The PlayStation Maker came out on top, ahead of Paradox, Activision, and Focus Entertainment and Take-Two Interactive. 
Last year saw the platform holder release a string of acclaimed games, including Ragnarok, The Last of Us Part 1, Horizon Forbidden West, and Gran Turismo, plus God of War at Spider-Man titles for PC. Publishers were ranked using a point system calculated according to four factors. Most weight was given to the average Metacritic score for the games, but also taken into account with the percentage of scored titles with good reviews, the percentage of scored products with bad reviews, and the number of great games released, which is 90% or higher. Only publishers with five or more distinct titles released in 2022 were eligible to be included. In these last years, when Microsoft missed out completely following a quiet year for the Xbox maker. Yep, you could say that again. Um, so, uh, yeah, not really a huge thing to discuss here, but um, fully deserved, one would imagine. Yeah, no, no, hey, yeah. I don't know. I think we're all just waiting to say the first thing, but seeing who's going <laughs> to click first. Um, I... Yeah, it's just it's Sony, isn't it? I think we've known for a while there's they're more about quality than quantity at this point. Um, and I guess this is just uh proof of the pudding, isn't it? That you know, Sony do good games, first party games at that. Um, just what about Xbox? Yeah, well, Xbox have got loads of stuff coming out this year as they keep telling us. Um, yeah. including Redfall and and Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This year's awesome. COD this year's COD isn't a COD, is it? It's an expansion to Modern Warfare 2. Is it? Uh, I think I think they've kind of put the kibosh on that because I think that was right that was what was rumoured, but there is a full COD coming this year. Oh, interesting. Oh, I ordered a half COD, fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah, well, there you go. Um, I ordered a tip card. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Forza as well. Forza yeah. the, uh, by the end of the year. Cool. Redfall, Forza, and God. Nice. No Perfect Dark, no Contraband, no Indiana Jones. No? Okay. I mean, they've got some indies coming, I guess. Um, I wouldn't say it's there. It's not. They've got a lot of third-party titles that are coming to like Game Pass specifically, like the Curse of Benedict Fox and stuff like that, which I can imagine looking at it, it could be a good scoring game. Um, but they can't call it their own, but they can call it exclusive to their service for consoles. So it's a weird thing, but they're probably not even going for it, are they? This is more Sony's shtick being kind of hailed as the quality kings. Yeah, I suppose. Replace is that an Xbox title as well? Uh, yeah, no. I don't know. Or is it coming no. to? Is it exclusive to Xbox? Yeah, it's, it's a third party one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's those those six months to one year deals, aren't they? You know, they you know stick your thing on our our console and we'll put you in a show somewhere, and you could be on Game Pass at some point, if not at launch. So, the exposure's even bigger of, right now because we haven't got any first-party titles of our own. Yeah, I mean that's that's what they're doing. You know, they they filled their own their own lackluster windows with lots of other stuff. And this is you know the every show we get a Game Pass sizzle wheel. <laughs> you know, every third party that could possibly come out is is going to send these things for twenty seconds. Uh, well worth the deal. There was some news on Redfall, wasn't there? That uh, that it's no longer. Required to be online for single player after the yeah. after the backlash, which they yeah. were always the going to get. Are looking decent as well. Yeah, yeah. They um someone said it's a strong single player game, which is good. 
because sometimes these games normally aren't that are multiplayer focused. So um, that's good. That, that that's encouraging. I think for sure. Do we care that it's always online or was? Does anyone actually care? Well, a lot of people do apparently. Why? Because yeah, a lot of people picked right off about it. There's a lot of people moaning online that they need a console online to play a single player game. Mm-hmm. And My console's online all the time I, anyway. I care. Uh, my internet isn't the most stable at the time, and if it goes down, I get kicked out of my game. That gets extremely frustrating if it's an always online title. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah, it is. It is something that people still get very pissed off by, especially if it's, you know, if it's just single player. It's like, well, let us play it offline then. You know, there may be some people out there still not running the internet on their console. Um, so, you know, they want that old. I just wonder if there comes a point where. You know, you're always online so much, and and maybe internet connectivity, you know, issues go away. It's a good, it's a good example, though. And these things just no longer matter. Do you know what I mean? At some point, whether it's online or not. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it seems to annoy enough people on the internet that they they've gone yeah. and fixed it anyway. Things annoy people on the internet that don't annoy me, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think they're moving towards that. Though, well, it's not just for you, though. No, I think we're moving towards that, isn't it? It's like eventually that like it's going to be so normal. But I guess like Yoga is saying, it would probably completely rule out Redfall for him. And if they continue to do that with other big titles or bigger titles, that's going to be really inaccessible. It won't anymore because um, it's not happening on Redfall anymore. No, 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 no. But, but I, I, like, I think we're moving towards a, probably we're moving towards a time where like everything will be online and no one will care. But for now, I think... It was very obvious people cared because everybody kicked off about it. It was out. But, yeah. so, but fair play for them changing it back. I think because they were, it was a it was a consistent comment, wasn't it? Every time that Redfall then had a news piece following on from that, it was like, oh, remember you can't play it offline though. So at least you know, community feedback it counts. Yeah, um, I was always looking at Redfall as something like. Vampire Blood Hunt. It looked to me like that kind of experience. Yeah, it looks so much like that's what. Well, that's what I think of when I think of Redfall. But um, it's, it seems to have a bit more substance than that, so that's good. Um, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to seeing what the single player has to offer before we all inevitably jump in together one weekend and see how it all plays. Um, as it is, of course, coming to Game Pass on day one. Uh, Miles, I was just going to say also, I think we're quite lucky in the UK in that all our internet providers all give us like unlimited caps for internet, whereas like in the US, that's not a thing. And in a lot of other countries, like they don't have the the infrastructure, like connectivity and Wi-Fi wise and everything else that a game that is always online would either drain out all of their internet in the space of like for like a month in like an hour um, mm. or it would just completely be unplayable for them. And there's an argument of if you've paid 70 pounds for a game, should you not be able to play that game regardless? Unless obviously it is a purely online, you know, based game. If there is the capacity for this game to not be online and still work, have you not paid for the right to be able to play it offline? Um, mm. And I think the fact that they're taking it out so quickly and without much of an issue kind of suggests it's not really necessary. It was just something that they were putting in either because it was a easier or because they wanted to like harvest data or something probably. So I think there's like that kind of argument to it as well of we're quite lucky in the UK. We don't have to worry about like internet stuff. Whereas I think for a lot of other places, it's a much more common factor that they have to account for. And it would just make this game completely unplayable, which, you know, if you've bought it, there is an argument about should you not have the right to, if it's possible to play the game offline, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Any more for any more on that one? Or do we move on? Um, I think, 
I also think it just makes business sense because there's a lot of games that have been online only that have now are dead games, kind of like Evolve and stuff like that, where they were online only games and their servers are down. So you, that's not a game that you can play at all anymore. Um, so it speaks to longevity in terms of business. So it just made sense to be an offline game as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, yeah, that's Redfall. It's not too far away, now, is it? couple of months as well um and we shall check it out see how it plays offline and online um all right then my god we're recommendations already let's get to recommendations this is where we find something that we've seen throughout the week that we think hey we should share with you our loyal listener whether it be a game a music album a tv show a movie a comic book a model or a pack of crisps it really could be anything um let's go from the top cat what is your recommendation this week um, I've been checking out an app called Uptime and it's essentially where you have like condensed versions of like popular books or textbooks or um, like just any kind of bestsellers or it can be any kind of genre of book that you have really but if you don't have time um, to read like 500 pages then it kind of is like the abstract of a book but in a much longer form so it will really really condense it and give you kind of the the top tips now you might not want to do that for like your favorite autobiographer um but for me it's been really helpful to kind of pack in just I, I use it to just like make my eyes tired to go to sleep sometimes um there's like really like you know those kind of like productivity books like oh habits and you know future hacks and reading about technology and there's like you know, there's loads of shit on there. Um, I use it also for work sometimes. So, like, if I've looked up, um, if I need to look up, like, just a book on, like, sleep or OCD or I just need to get, like, a quick, like, rundown of some a book that someone has read and I'm like, oh, I haven't read that. Let me just, like, quickly. It's just, like, a little hack of how to read. And I don't have a lot of time to read because I play too many games. Um, so, so this is me just being really lazy about reading. Um, and yeah, um, they've got loads of stuff on there. It's, they just call it book hacks. Um, uh, yeah, and it's called Uptime. Um, and you can do it for mostly free. There's a subscription which I haven't paid for, but there's a couple of books where you can um just get um like a really decent amount of knowledge for without spending thirty quid in Waterstones. Hmm. So. Nice. It's like the opposite of that lady on TikTok that was like, "Hey gamers, you didn't tell us you had good stories." Oh my god, you book readers? Uh, yeah, that that she was like, "Oh, we just thought that like yeah, book talk. They're like book talk's all gone mad because they couldn't believe that like we're not just all playing Pac Man yeah. all the time." <laughs> they were like yeah. fuming about it. <laughs> They're like, "What do you mean you played The Last of Us, which has such a riveting, beautiful um, story?" And and you know, yes, yeah, we're not yeah. all just like. Wah, 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 wah. I nearly, I nearly also, stitched it like really bonkers um, post. This is just some crazy yeah. person. I nearly stitched it like, bitch, we've been telling you, yeah, all but, of us no, for it's, years. It's, it's like that's engaging with it though. She's not even, it's not even a realistic idea. It's, it's a clickbait piece of rubbish. Yeah, yeah she's essentially calling us all stupid, um, yeah. and like a fickle. And it's like, oh, now you've realized we're not fickle. Good for you. Can I call out some of the amazing recommendations that were made to that post? Because right. like some people were like, um, you need to play the Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this one's never going to play a game again. Please don't. <laughs> There's a lot of really trolley um, stuff in there that I thought was like really fun. The game Fuck is really reliable. <laughs> don't talk about masterpieces in the same <laughs> way as Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> if you can explain 
the Kingdom Hearts storyline in the length of the time that we normally do a podcast. Like, you would forever gain my... There's a few fantastic videos on YouTube of people attempting to do that in about 30 minutes. Right, look out for our Kingdom Hearts spoiler special coming next week from... We could do a spoiler special where we've we've not played any of the game. We just guess what the story is and <laughs> treat it as a spoiler. <clears throat> I, I mean, played I, I'm sorry. Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 3 in the sole purpose of getting to the Pirates of the Caribbean levels and I have never once achieved it because it drives me too crazy. And it makes me really sad because I just want to meet Jack Sparrow, but I can't. I literally got like five hours into three and i was like i have no idea where i am what i'm doing who i'm doing it for why these people are here and i was like this game isn't for me i don't know what the fuck this is and then i just never played it again <laughs> i was like i have no idea it's literally the same miles about four or five hours in didn't know why i was still playing gave up yeah <laughs> i've never played them i've always ever. wanted to get in yeah i've always wanted to get into them but, but it looks like a fever dream the whole game looks like a fever dream. And I'm like, where do I start with that? Do I start at the beginning? Do I start at a random game? Does it matter? Like, yeah. I don't think it matters. I think none of it makes any sense anyway. You could jump in at any point and you'll still be just as clueless as is starting at the start. The stuff that really gets me is like, this character is actually this character's alter shadow from another dimension. And this character <laughs> is the 13th shadow of another one's baby. It's all that kind of shit. It's just like, what? Does any of this matter? At all, and then there's no. Mickey Mouse, who is yeah. a mouse, <laughs> but he's also the king, and he's also never there, he's like never in it. <laughs> yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts for you. Go play that podcast on Kingdom Hearts, but it might be quite offensive. Go and play that book talk lady, see what happens. Sean, what were you gonna say? It sounded like you were gonna recommend me where to start with this fever dream explosion of shit. Where can I start? Just play the first one and then don't play any of the others because the rest are just okay. convoluted shit. The first one's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, it was genuinely like they did the first one, then started taking shrooms, and and that was it for the rest of. That's what it feels of like number... from every trailer. Yeah, if there's a number or a fraction in the title, don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a rule. Hearts has no number, game, really. not I even think. number one. Yeah. If there's a fraction in the title of the game, just don't play it. The numbers are fine. And a half days, nights, and whatever. Yeah. If you can find yeah. the one that just says Kingdom Hearts, you're you're, you're safe. You're you're fine. Yeah. Just, just stay there. Laughing. Just stay there. Right. <laughs> uh, Miles, what's your recommendation this week? Oh yeah, what is my? Oh Miles. yeah, it was um Geometric Sniper. It's a tiny little indie game. Again, I got on the store, and it's literally like a pencil drawn type. You know, like the ASDF movies or whatever they were called back in the day, the animation ones. Yes, um, it's, it's in that kind of style. And you are a sniper. It gives you a target. You have to shoot said target. But all the people look very, very similar. It's very confusing, and it's all black and white. So it's really cool. It's like like an hour long, not even. But it's just a fun little time where you just get to be a sniper and shoot some random looking stickmen targets. <laughs> so yeah, again, another random one. But I thought it was cool. Man, you've been playing a lot this week. Yeah, I've played a lot of games. Uh Toby, your recommendation this week. Uh, mine's a book. So for all the book talk people who are now offended, one of us is reading, I promise. <laughs> Um, and also offended by Cat's one about not reading, just getting some reason. I was going to say, and also, if you really like the sound of that book, but you don't have time, you can then listen to Toby's recommendation on the uptime, probably. Yeah. 
Um, so the book, I, I read a book recently called The Poppy War um, by a lady called R.F. Quang or Rebecca Quang. Um, it's the first in the trilogy. It's like um, crazy ancient wushu Chinese stuff, but a fantasy setting. It was absolutely brutal and I wasn't expecting to how brutal it was going to be because it talks about a really... Um, horrendous time period in history as well as being a fantasy novel um, which is the um, the invasion of like Nanking and China for, by Japanese forces is kind of like the backdrop of this novel so some of the massacres that happened in reality are actually kind of reenacted in this book and it was a lot to read so if you've got a um, you know a fragile stomach <laughs> it's not for you but otherwise it was an amazing read and really really affecting and really really good and I'm going to go straight on to uh, book two very soon um and uh yeah she's just jumped right to the top of my sort of favorite author's lists cool cool the poppy war was that good yeah poppy war by rf quang rf quang thank you very much indeed uh josh your recommendation this week john wick is thinking he's back with john wick oh, chapter yeah. four um i watched it last night and the runtime i was very trepidatious about because i was like that john wick films don't need to be almost three hours long uh i still stand by that statement after watching this one um there is a lot of kind of like slow moving scenes in it that kind of just drag down the pace however the last hour of john wick 4 is probably the best john wick that has ever john wicked in any of the Wicks films. Um, it's bolsterable action. It's even more inventive than the previous ones. Uh, the directing and the choreography uh, is probably the best it's ever been. <clears throat> There's like a scene that reminds me of Hotline Miami. Um, and yeah, it's. I don't know if I want to say it's the best one because it's kind of like the last one I've seen, so I'm quite high on it. Um, but it's probably up there, if not being the top one. But yeah, amazing John Wick 4. Can't wait to see it. Cannot wait. God, love me some John Wick. Uh, your Gog, your recommendation? I think it's going to be gonna... Ceteris, isn't it? <laughs> it's probably just going to be Diablo. Uh, I've been really enjoying it. It's uh, been a fun game so far from what I've played. I wish it wasn't has many performance issues, but every other one that's been pretty good. So yeah, I'm just going to recommend that boy this week. Nice, nice. How many days left on the beta? Is it just today? I think it's just a rest of today, and maybe a tiny amount tomorrow. But it, mm. it's not long, and then it's a few months to wait, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I've downloaded this open beta, thinking oh, I'll get to that. There's one day left on mine. <laughs> I've not even <laughs> tried it yet. <laughs> Yeah, that is a problem. Um, so if yeah, you are listening to this on Monday, um, you might have time. Just go and squeeze it in right now. Um, load it to your PS5, download it. It's 70 gig for this freaking that, that download is ridiculous. Yeah, it's massive, but it's a whole yeah. game just sitting there and with a little unlock on it. Yeah. <laughs> well worth it though. Well worth it. Uh finally, Sean, your recommendation this week. The PlayStation VR two. Hey, that... Yes. That's a Absolutely. thing that exists. Yeah, so I've had like what maybe a week and a half with this now. Um, it is my favorite VR platform. It is the most comfortable. 
It is making use of the PS5 hardware, so it is glorious in fidelity and performance. The controllers are awesome. The games are fantastic. Um, if if your only experience with VR was like Early Quest, Oculus, or uh, the original PSVR, then this is a massive step up. And I have comfortably been playing like three-hour sessions in VR without feeling any sickness, any kind of ill effect. I feel just sublime VR. And I can't believe that, like, I know that it's expensive. and I know that, like, it is a big pricey thing at the moment. But, um, yeah, it's it's well worth the investment, in my opinion. Everything I've been playing has been awesome. I've been dancing to Synth Riders, which I know that um, Miles, I think, was super high on when it was on PSVR. Yeah, I love Synth Riders. It was awesome. I just I, I I never played it on PSVR one, so I don't know if it's if it's improved any. But my God, that is a game. Um, Cave Diggers two, because um, my kids love watching VR people on YouTube play it, and that's awesome. It's just it's so good and so immersive and and very well designed and the most comfortable VR. What's the, the most thing? immersive thing you've played on it so far? Like if you, if you if you if you were to sell it, kayak VR, yeah, kayak VR is so it's it's weird because you have to sit down to play it as you would in a kayak. So you just sit down, but there's there's a level and uh, it's out in Norway, I think it is, where you can be in a storm, and it is so realistic. You could like. I started to get a bit like, oh my god! Like you get to the top of a wave and you go down it and you can feel your belly go. I'm sat in my <laughs> living room and my belly isn't moving, but my belly's going. Um, it is everything that I've played so far has just been like a step above in in terms of immersion because I think this is the first time I've I've worn VR and then been able to forget about it. Like sure. I I genuinely forget that I'm wearing a VR headset because it's so comfortable. And the controls are all really intuitive. It's just magic. It really is um, like a wonderful piece of kit, and I'm just really impressed. And and if you if so, one of my issues with previous VR platforms is the like the lack of pass through. So you know, I've got kids, and sometimes I'll hear one of them screaming upstairs, or they might be standing right next to me, and I whack them in the head. Trust me, I never felt more guilty than when when I whack one of my heads kids heads with a <laughs> playstation move controller with psvr um but with this there's like a single button that you press underneath the screen that does pass through and you get a full 3d view of your of your living room or whatever you are and so you can see what's around you and you know so you, you can make adjustments and whatnot um but yeah if you know if you're thinking about it um i, I can give you a hearty recommendation um, the other kind of thing I wanted to mention was the TikTok Congress hearings. If if you've not caught up on the TikTok conference, conference Congress oh my hearings, God. it is so funny. Can it access Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Did they not ask that if you put your phone into airplane mode, that gives you TikTok and access the airplane? No, that was somebody taking the piss. <laughs> Oh. That was so... <laughs> that's disappointing. That sounds like an that sounds like a question they would answer. They would ask. Yeah, I mean, the the actual like if if you go on and watch the like, there's some people there that ask ask genuine questions, and 
they they give good answers and then they come up with their own conclusion. There was this one guy who got no to all of the answers that he was expecting and then still said, your answers have been insufficient to me and this is why I think TikTok should be banned. It was like, I went in with a conclusion. I'm going to ask you these questions. It's so good. Like, you just know the American government are the problem at this point. Mm. Not the Chinese. The Chinese aren't the bad guys in this this instance. It's the Americans. It is hilarious. How can the Americans have, like, any semblance of an education or a brain watch those things and go, wow, these guys represent us across the world? Yeah. I just can't. Just. Did you see the part where he was, the, the, the guy with the the eye patch asked about around him being Chinese and him having to comply with um, the Chinese government. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that one. So this guy three or four times said, I'm Singaporean. And this, this guy says, you know, as part of the Chinese Secret Service, they interview you, you have to comply. And if you do comply, you can't, you then can't divulge the fact that you complied. Would you be able to say without a shadow of a doubt as part of the Chinese law that actually you've not complied with the Chinese? And he's like, I'm Singaporean. <laughs> the guy's just like, uh, <laughs> you can see geography just failed him right there and then. <laughs> he had not Googled Singapore once in the entire time. And you could just see all the rest of the questions that he was going to ask, like crumbling before his eyes or eye, I guess. Just Google, is Singapore different to China? Send. Oh, God, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, if, if you get a chance, go and, go and have a look at that. Ross, have you got a recommendation for this week that isn't Fortnite? <laughs> no, yes, I have. Um, I Last night I watched uh, Cocaine Bear. And uh, yeah, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie, but it's just still worth watching. It's one of those things. It's not like so bad it's good, but it does have its moments, um, which are just deliriously entertaining. Um, it's very predictable. It's very obvious. It's it's done seemingly on a budget of about six pounds. I think all the budget went on the CG bear, to be honest. But it was um yeah, but I didn't I didn't finish it going, that was a good film. I'm glad I wasted an hour and a half on that. Um, but there were moments in it that were definitely worth watching. So if you get a chance to catch it, it's on um digital now, so Give it a rent, and it's for it is worth you know, an hour and a half of your time, if if not the uh, the most amazing film you've ever seen. It's definitely not Shakespeare, but uh, it's uh, certainly entertaining. Oh, I, I did leave it a little disappointed, but there's still enough in there to make it sort of worthwhile. It's uh, it's a solid six out of ten, six out of ten film for me. But yeah, Cocaine Bear will uh, not change your life, but it will give you a few chuckles for the evening if you do want to check it out. Um, all right, then. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all very much for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. Just go to at FNGIGNS. All of our individual handles are in the description below, except for Mars, of course. He's smart and not on Twitter. If you really like what we do, you want to follow our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast hosting services and keep the website nice and shiny. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. We have made it to episode 197 coming out your next week. Do not miss it. Until then, it is goodbye from Kat. It, it, it's, it is goodbye from Kat. It's a good old see you later from, uh, from Kat.
Ah, sorry. I, oh my god, it was wasn't loading enough. <laughs> Miles has probably been chuckling, hearing me scream, being like, "Why is it not loading?" Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. Um, it's goodbye from Miles Thompson. Farewell. I can confirm there was a lot of screaming <laughs> and panic. It's goodbye from Joshua Thompson. Goodbye, everyone. It's goodbye from the almighty Toby Anderson. Sayonara. Thank you for joining us again, sir. Always a pleasure. No problem. It is goodbye from your dog. Goodbye. Goodbye from the mighty FFG, Sean Davies. Doodles. And it's goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. Until next time, this has been the Finger Guns Podcast.